And it is Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, and it is Dr. Simcha and Nisim on the Dr. Simcha and Nisim hour. No, it doesn't work without Nisim. You know, I had a very important thought, and I want to ask the following question. And I'm going to start with a question. Is it, can anybody take air out of a cup? Is there anybody out there that can tell me how I could remove air from an empty cup? It's a challenge. Can anybody tell me? I'd be curious to hear if anybody knows how to do that. <laughs> While people are thinking about it, I'd like to say that starting tomorrow, which is the first of Tammuz, our months, Tammuz and Av, are the sad months of our year when we get ready for Elul. We are a special project. And you know something? The first I heard of this project, I didn't know about it. If I would have known about it last year, I definitely would have done it. That every single day in the month of Tammuz, Av and Elul, you could get a small piece, a small portion of Sha'are Teshubah, which was written by Rabbeinu Yonah. It was written by Rishon. It's one of the most powerful Sifrei Musar out there because he goes keta keta each paragraph. He talks about how to build Teshubah, how to do Teshubah. And you can get it on your smartphone on a link. And it's uh, you can get it every single day. And you will actually conclude the Sefer over this period of time uh, uh, by Rosh Hashanah. You will conclude the Sefer and you will be able to finish it. And my Rebbe, Harav Ari Ratman, used to sit and learn over and over and over Sha'arei Teshubah. And at the end of Sha'arei Teshubah, you also have a, a, a Yesod HaTeshubah, which he talks about the the ability and he gives a whole recipe for a person wants to do real teshubah tells them what to do how to sit and what to say unbelievable so this is something that is that is uh, uh, sponsored and uh, uh, by a uh, um, by an organization I'm not even sure which organization or maybe a, a yachid but it's an unbelievable project it's an unbelievable project. It's it's akil. It's akil. It's, ah, it's akil. Okay. It's akil. We have so many people in Kali Yisrael that do so many things for Kali Yisrael. It's hard to tell who it is. There's so many things going on. So I'm going to ask my question again. How can I take air out of a cup? If I want to take air out of a cup, what do I do? Anyways, the year's coming to an end. Regents, finals, school's out. Camp starting, I think that kids deserve a break. People, parents deserve a break. I, I really don't, don't like it when my kids go away to camp. I miss them too much. But they go away to camp, and but they grow How up. How many kids are you going? Uh, are all the kids going to camps? Not all the kids. I have the, f- the f- four older ones are going to sleep away, and my three younger ones are going to day camp. But so in Shabbat, the table is... It's so- going to be... You know what? It's beautiful because each year, another kid becomes the star. So this year, my nine-year-old, he's so much fun. He's going to be my star. Yeah, okay. 
And uh, all right, we 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 are asking the question: How do we take air out of a cup? Anyways, I think that I see my kids come back from camp very grown up. We have a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I want to say how you could take air out of an empty cup. Okay, tell me, please. You put it on your mouth and suck it. Okay, but here's the problem. As soon as you let go, what happens? Oh, the air comes back back in. in. Right. Or, God forbid, you faint, and then the air goes back in. Okay, nice try. Thank you. Okay. So the, the question is still out there. How do you put? How do you take air out of a cup? And let's see. Anybody else have any ideas? Any brilliant ideas? That was actually a good idea. You know, it's reminding that uh, in the in the navy, one of the tests when you go to dive, you have to dive in a swimming pool, and you have a plate opposite, you know, turned back on backwards, a plate sitting on the bottom of the pool, and you have to lift it up. And, and grab it up. It's impossible. It's possible. It's very easy. It's very easy to lift it up. A question like this. But uh, you have to dive, take to the bird, go down, you know, just, you know, giant go down. And then what you're doing basically with your end, you move the water above the plate. You create uh, under pressure and the plate itself getting up. Right, so right. This it is has like to be a, a trick. It's a very trick, but you know, when you're swimming down in yep. the ocean, it's always. If you like, try, do it fine. regular way. Hi, higher on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I want to say how you could take air out of a cup. Tell me how to take air out of a cup. You take a cup, an empty plastic cup, and you flip it over into a bucket of water, and you put a straw into it and suck on a straw. You take a cup, you put it in a bucket of water, you take a straw and you suck it out. But then what happens when you suck? I don't understand. The air comes right back in, no? No, because it's flipped over in the water. It's flipped over in the water. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. Right. Aha. What's okay. How old are you? Twelve. Twelve. You're almost there. You're getting. You're getting. You're on the right track. But we'll get to it. Hi. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Um. If you fill up the cup of water. Thank you very much. That is the right answer. The only way to take air out of a cup is if you fill the cup up with water. How old are you? Eleven. Eleven years old. You're a brilliant young man, eleven-year-old. That's brilliant. And that's exactly my point. A person can spend their whole life trying to take air out of a cup. But that's not the answer. A person tries to get rid of the Yitzhahara. Tries to get rid of the Yitzhahara all the time. But if they fill themselves up with Torah and mitzvot, there's no room for air. And that's what I want to say. We have so many problems, but if we're going to focus on the problems, we're never going to get out of it. So we got to forget about the problems. We have to think about the solutions. The solutions are we got to fill ourselves up with good things. If we're sad, if we're upset, 
We do something good, we forget about our sadness. If we, if we have a problem, so we replace the problem with a solution, and that's how we get rid of the air. person could think all day about what happened in their life. That's air. That's Hevel. It's air. It's nothing. Can't do anything about it. There's nobody that can travel backwards in time and change something that happened. What we can do is we could fill ourselves up and change what we're doing. That's what we could do. And you know what? When I feel lousy, I go and I make sure to do something that makes me feel good. I replace that feeling with something that makes me feel good. If there's somebody that makes us feel bad, we have to hang around with people that make us feel good. If there's somebody that tells us something bad, we have to go find somebody that tells us something good or do something good. I learned how to write because I didn't know how to do math. I wasn't good at math, and I liked to write, so I used to write all the time because that made me feel good, and math didn't. You know, it reminds me some few good tricks for kids to feel good. You know, for all of for uh, not kids, for me. For to me. Feel good, you know, to feel good. And feel, you know, it's, so first of all, the writing, you remind me writing. So if, when you're writing, and I would say that the best way is to write good things about yourself. Yeah. Good things about yourself. What you like about yourself. This, first of all, you know what? Another thing is, can I tell you? Yes. What works for me, and I give this suggestion to so many people, and this was something we did when I was 18 years old. I was in yeshiva. Every, we had the Kohinoor, the little orange notebooks in Israel. Every time we felt siyata dishmaya, every time we felt something happened to us, that Hashem was doing something for us, we wrote it down. So you have to write every minute, every right. second. But some, nah, we're not zocher to see every second. It's when we see it. Sometimes we, we, we're not zocher to see it. If we look for it, then Thursday night, we used to have a chaburah of six guys. We used to sit around with garainim, olives, and birashchora. <laughs> and we used to tell ourselves our stories. And you know, Nisim, you're, you're right. It was every second. It started as a small thing. And then it came, we all came with pages of times. And when we walked away, we felt like a million bucks. We felt Hashem is watching us. Hashem's taking care of us. What a security. What a feeling. You know, this is so important to feel good about ourselves and love ourselves because this is the, 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 the main key to, uh, to love Hashem and to, to re realize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving us. And I said, another, another trick is look at the mirror. That's Smile right. to yourself. Laugh to yourself. Love yourself, you know. And you see, you, you realize that, you know, you have two eyes, your nose, you know, and the, the lips and the tongue and right. everything, you know, just this is your feel good about yourself and you love everybody. 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 You know, when you, when you feel good about yourself, you love everyone and it's not problem you know it's but when so you good. feel when you feel lousy as you say that's right and you know what i find when i when, when i'm sad i go and i do something kind for somebody i go and i find somebody it could be a random person and nobody that i know a jew non-jew somebody just be nice to them 
And they look at me and they say, thank you. And I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. So everything goes away. Yes. That's all. And, and so also, also another one, that, uh, another trick. Again, instead about yourself, you feel that you don't like somebody. Okay? Try to find a good, positive things about the person. Try to find it. You see, if you don't like him and you don't why he's, he's, a, he's a cheater, he's this, you know, she's no, or like this. So write, find, no, maybe uh, maybe he has a bad, uh, bad childhood. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he suffered from this. Right. Write kaf schut on this, and you will get tremendously Tremendous power. power. You know, there was a man in Rochester. My father was a rabbi. He was a powerful rabbi. A lot of times people would make him a lot of problems. People that weren't religious, they would fight religion, and they would cause my father a lot of trouble. So someone, there was one man specifically, and someone came and asked this guy, asked my father what he thinks of this guy. And I knew my father really had terrible trouble with this guy, didn't like him at all. My father says on the phone, he's a very nice man. He's a very nice man. And he hung up the phone. So I was old enough to ask my father in a respectful way, said, Dad, I don't get it. You can't stand the guy. The guy <laughs> makes you such problems. So my father said to me the most, one of the biggest lessons in my life. He goes, who am I? His wife thinks he's a nice guy. His family thinks he's a nice guy. There are many people who think he's a nice guy. I don't think he's a nice guy. Maybe that's my problem. My opinion isn't the number one opinion. This person wants to know most people's opinions. So most people think he's a nice guy. I happen to not. When we are angry at somebody and we, so we have to look at it. This is the way I look at it. Who am I? So that's my opinion. Hashem keeps him alive, gives him life. He has a family. He has what? So you know what? Evidently I'm wrong. Maybe he's a good guy. Hashem, Hashem is giving him life. Hashem's keeping him around. We have some comments. All right. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, Baruch Hashem, how are you? I'm so good. Tell me what's going on. Baruch Hashem. Chodesh Tov. Amen, you too, and many more. Amen, um, I just wanted to tell you that, that Baruch Hashem on Shabbat, I was able to hear um, Rabbani Yosef, and um, it was really amazing that if we focus on the good in our life, and, and every day, we thank Hashem for the good, even in hard times. Um, really, at, like, our lives change. 100%. And, and Baruch Hashem also, um, we created something really special. Um, we created, um, on WhatsApp, we have a thank you Hashem chat. I love it. I love it. And there's like about... How can I be but, included in that? Um, you could definitely, you're definitely invited, I don't know, just, it's just, they're mainly women, I don't think it's a problem, we're All praising right. Hashem the whole time. My, my name is Simcha, I don't, I'm joking. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> my but niece the truth is, is Simcha too. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Um, so I, I would, I would advise everybody to do the same, to create a group, and every day, right, like at any moment, when you're inspired and you're thankful for what you have, and 
Um, it really changes your focus and it makes you a much happier person. It really does. I have a friend named Raymond Kesson who has a blog also posted where, uh, where people post their thank you Hashem stories. And you know something? It's not like Hashem needs our endorsement, but we need to really restructure our brains and realize that Hashem really, really knows what's going on. Hashem knows what we need. And, and we just have to embrace Hashem. My favorite pasuk, if you have a favorite pasuk, go with Hashem with Don't think about the future. Just rely on Him because He has everything under control and then you'll feel Hashem is close to you. I had so many stories and I don't want to boast, but you know something? When you walk like that, it's it's unbelievable how God Hashem just comes out of the woodwork. It's it's not normal, and it's not nisim and It's not. It's the derech haolam. People don't realize it; they miss it. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I, just want, I just want to say one more thing. Yes. That that I think just um, life just becomes. I think it just you just end up living your life to the fullest and it's best because since your focus is not on what you're not happy about and you're paying attention on all that you have, then you just see things more clearly and you're just a much happier person and you're yes. able to serve Hashem more and you're, you're able to enjoy life every... 100%. Every I want to just add to what you're saying and I want to tell you the incentive for an adult to do it is fine, but it is the most important gift and message and life tool that you can give to your children. This is what you need to give to your children in order to live life. You think you need to give them food and clothing and culture and mitzvot? No. This it tops everything. This is above everything. And, you know, this attitude, if we give it to our children, then they will have a happy life. They'll have a happy life. Thank you so, so much. Such an important, important message. Thank you. Okay, can I just do one more thing? Yes, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's just if that. it's like as I, good as the other ones, go for it. Now, well, I'm just going to tell you that, um, Baruch Hashem, we just started this on Monday, and um, it, it seems like a hard thing to do, but it's really not. Not. And when you, when you, when you're saying that, that that's, you know, we should be able to, to pass it over to our children, but I think, um, you know, people shouldn't be scared that, you know, there's something that's not easy to do if someone is going through a hard time now. But if they begin, just, um, like, it's easier if you, if, if, if you do have WhatsApp, it's great because, um, it's not like you're, you have to remember to write it on a piece, you know, in a book or you something. We have to train ourselves to talk this way. And you know something? We have to talk out loud to our children. I talk to my children all the time. When I have a feeling, I learned. If I have a feeling, I say it out loud. I want my children to know. If my kids, three days ago, I just, I just said, I love you, Hashem. My son said, what? I said, I, just, I love you, Hashem. I just feel like I'm just so in love with Hashem. I can't believe so many things. It's just a feeling. So am I weird? No, I'm not. That's how I feel. Why am I? Why? Why, why shouldn't they say it out loud? That my child should have the gift of being able to say that. And you know something? Whatever I can tell you, whoever's on this WhatsApp chat should read it out loud to their kids, or let their kids read it. It's it's it's, it's such an important message. Thank you so much for calling. You're welcome.
Hello, you on the Hi. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hi. I'm just saying, um, even if you're in a, in a position, first of all, Chodesh Tov. Thank you so much to you, too. And I'm saying, I just wanted to say something, like, from an experience that I had. Um, like, even if you think that uh, someone someone misinterpreted your, said something about you, and meanwhile that person said it, and it came back to the person who, and they were vocabulary, and that it had to come from somebody else who was sitting at the site, and they said, don't be macabre. I heard this person was just turning over words and making machloket and whatever. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to answer the phone. And you know what? Why shouldn't I answer the phone? Why shouldn't I be uh, good? You know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to be the good one. And, and that's right what I did. Thing? This person called me two days ago. I was on the way home from Sloan Catering Hospital, and I said to myself, it's been a while, you know, yes, we were back and forth, but then I said to myself, you know what, I'm picking up the phone. I'm going to be here. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to broach it by myself. I'm going to put lower myself and I'm going to say, you know what, yes, I'm picking up the phone and I'm whatever, whatever was, was, and you know what, I'm going, I'm going with a smile. You why should why? no idea how much schar you get and how that raises you above everybody. To be a vatran, Hashem is with Ater every minute of every day with us. And you know what? I said, Gamzu Latova, you know what? Wait, I'll tell and you if that person should come over to me again and say something, I said, I'm walking away. I'm not macabre anything. I'm not, I want to hurt yeah, her, yeah, her yeah, feeling yeah, either. So I'm just going to walk away. I'm not saying, I'm not going to hurt her in any way, but I'm just going to say, oh, one second, I have to walk away. You know what? I have whatever. It, because but you know what? what? I'm I, attending I, the Simcha. I'm going to go full heartedly. Beautiful. And that's and it. That's the way Hashem wants, and Hashem pays you back for that all the time. And I'm, I'm, very, I, I, I'm impressed with people that have the ability to do that. Not everybody can. It's a very you know impressive what? thing. I, I, yeah, Simcha. Yeah. It, it, people don't realize this is the big, biggest present that can be happened to anyone. You know, I'm telling you from my experience. I have stories from here to there about when I got insulted and I got this. And the first reaction, I really want to kill somebody, you know, just... Yeah, I felt the same way. I'll tell you why. I'm sorry I'm interrupting. But you know why? Because I was sitting, and I didn't even say anything. And I knew the next day when I got the phone call, not me, but my husband got a phone call, I knew it came from this person because I had friends and relatives sitting around, and they were ready to vouch and say, you did not say anything. I'm ready to come. I said, you don't have to come up. It's fine. It's fine. We'll play back. But I want to tell you something. In this moment, when you felt it, you know what you had to do? Just close your eyes and asking the Kadosh Baruch Hu whatever you want. And then the Share Shat Ratzon will just open. I'm telling you, from my uh, uh, stories, you know. I, I, the way she, I'm telling you, the way she spoke, the way it. she said, she goes, oh, they're going to get this and they're going to get this. I said, how could you talk? And then the words that she said, she said that I said. I said, you know what? Okay, fine. Let, they what? want to believe it, they'll what? believe it. But the truth is, Hashem knows the truth. And Hashem is it. the one above. That's he knows the truth. He knows everything. And then it came back. It came back. And they, you know what? I got a phone call. I said, I don't need it a phone call. And I said, I think I said, I said, you know, I'm going to get it. I'm going to believe it on myself. Right. Hashem's going to pay you with tremendous sakhar. I want to get other people's comments on this because this is a really important point. Thank you for calling, and I'm so proud of you. I'm not surprised. 
I, I know this is what you are about, and I know this is what you're like, and I'm not surprised, but I'm very impressed. But you know what? I said to myself, you know what? Some people could put you in a position where they can really degrade you and put you under the earth. And you know what? When my spouse got this phone call, I was quiet. I said, you know what? If I'm going to open my mouth, I'm opening a can of worms and making it bigger. Let me be quiet about it. Let it settle. And you know what? I said to myself, when you go to court, right? And a judge wants to hear both sides. They don't listen to one side. They hear both sides, right? That's right. That's right. Thank you so much. You. Great. This is a great topic. We're going to take more calls. Okay. You know something? Before I take the, the, the switchboard is full, before I take the calls, I need to say that this is probably, you get a test like this maybe once in your life when it's really somebody that really hurts you. It's really tough. And when you withstand the test, this person happens to be a very a good friend of mine. I know the story. And when this, that, that caller was a friend of mine, and I know the story. And this was real gvura, real, real, real gvura. And I met that such a thing, and this is a respectful, she's a very respectful woman. And there's such a thing for her to do that. If she would have said something, she would have been in place, but she didn't. And Hashem is going to give her tremendous sakhar because the bottom line is that's, that's the whole point of the world, of, to, to, to realize I have in my head, I always say, Diane Emmet. Hashem takes care. Hashem you, takes you, care. You're, you're right. But you know, I'm telling you, in, from one side, you know, our Chachamim said, don't, uh, don't put HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a judge. You know, Chas V'Chalila, because when we said, okay, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will judge him, this is already we're putting ourselves in, in in a very big corner. It's a very scary it's a thing scary, to say. Scary because you know I I know this I know this because many times you had this feeling you know I'm telling you the truth the truth. But you I, know something. So many days. But, but you know something when someone does something, not necessarily personally, when somebody does something really really wrong, to hurt somebody else, and I, I in my heart it hurts me so much, and I think to myself it's not personal against me. It's a crime against children, or it's a crime against against humanity, or against chinuch, or against something. And I can't do anything about it. I can't. I say Dayan Emet. Yeah. Because no, you yes. know what? That's, personal no, is different. Yes, personal, yeah. I say Hashem Yerachem. But you know something? When it's somebody that I can't stop, and it's somebody that I not, don't have power to stop, and it takes my sleep away, then it's Dayan Emet. And the truth is, the truth is that this is so important. And the most important thing, higher, high, higher on the air. Uh, so I, I want to say, I want to say something about this, Diana Met. You know, I said, and I, and I know the famous story about Chafetz Chaim. You know that he saw something that evil, somebody did uh, wrong, and he couldn't understand why this guy didn't drop dead in the spot. You know, he said like that. Where's the, where's the Midat, you know, and after years, after years, I think it's like 30 years, what happened to this guy was disaster and said, I know, Midat can negate Midat never, no but lam in our So this is what I, my, but I, I'm, who am I to judge? But I want to tell you the certain stuff, as you said, that's against, against the Torah, against the, 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 the kids about this stuff. Yes, he's definitely worth to understand. But I, I personally, if somebody come and insult me, nah. I am happy. I am happy. I am happy, and you know, I, I tell you, 
happened to me, I mean, it happened to me so many <laughs> times. And the minute I closed my eyes, I asked God something, and it's happened. And not only this, it's become such a huge benefit for me. I, I, I cannot tell stories in the radio, believe me. I, I can put a few hours about stories that people insult me strongly. I shut my mouth. And even you're, I, you're reminding me of a friend of mine when I was in yeshiva. And we worked with Afghan. This was a Balmy that taught me tremendous things. So we used to have, you know, when very good friends have their own language, you know, their own yeah. things. So when someone used to do something, we used to say, car wash. <laughs> that, was our, that was our code word. Car wash, Yanni. All right, here we go. We're getting cleaned. We're getting cleaned. Yeah. That, you know what? And, and this is, this uh, is the, the laundry. Assert. I call yeah, it the laundry. The laundry, okay. Yeah. And the bottom line is, so it, it's, it's, dear kapara, what can I tell you? And busha, busha is the most tremendous kapara. Yeah. It says, Shaul HaMelech, kol mi sh'omer, the Shaul HaMelech went, didn't get Gan Eden, Eno ela to'et, gemarim brachot. So eno eno to'et, he killed the whole nov ira koanim. He killed the whole, it says, because of his busha. Busha was mechaper. You know, you, you think about busha, what, what is the, you know, what are the basic words over the boshet, right? Yeah. And it's the same letter of Shabbat and really? Shafta. Shafta la kadosh baruchu. It's the same letters. Everything is the same. The Sfata Kodesh, it's so amazing. It humiliates it's, you. It's unbelievable what you can do from this one word, Shabbat, Shafta Kadosh Baruch Hu, Boshet. You're going to opposite, you know. And if we are losing the, our brain, losing our, our connection with our Kadosh Baruch Hu, we become to a Boshet, you know. It's done. It's unbelievable. We have our friend, Laser Diamond. Laser Hello? Diamond, how are you? Baruch Hashem, Laser Diamond, how you doing? I said it was you before you said it was you. So how are you doing? I'm good, I look forward to your two sentences. Give me it, wrap it up in two sentences, listen, my friend. Listen, I am Kenena Hara. I am going to camp, I love camp, even I'm I'm working guy. In the summer I like to go to camp. I'm nervous you know about it all. You're a smart man. You're a Why not? Smart I'm 27, I, I like to have a little fun, I like to enjoy myself, you know. You should enjoy yourself, and you should be inspire other uh, Yeah, I try to. It can be, you know, main thing is a camp. You know what's about camp? To, to be actors, be friends with others. I am a camp person. I haven't been to camp since I got married. I took me my That's the main thing. To camp is actors together with everybody. I went to camp for one Shabbos. She looked at the bugs in the beds, and she said, I don't think so. So that's the last time I went to camp. But you have a wonderful summer, Laser Diamond. Thank you. Have a great day, Dr. Sanko. Be well. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank, Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Enjoy the summer. Uh, Dr. Simcha. Yeah. Look, look in the, uh, on the text. Uh, and it's, uh, we got some comment about the WhatsApp chat is really nice. But do we really need use technology and the social media for that? Okay, so uh, is, would Hashem want to be involved in this type of things? Very, very, you know, a very big question. Small wording, but very big question about it. And uh, I, I think, I think I, I... So let me ask you something. Why did Hashem create social media? Hashem created it for a reason. And the amount of tools, it's, if we don't utilize it for that, and if we don't utilize it for that, then we're wasting it. And 
I think that there is so much, there is so much that we can do. I, I had it. There's so much that we could do that 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 that, that with with media that is so. I mean, there's this little boy who posts on on Instagram all the time. And he posts or posts on WhatsApp. This little boy with cancer, and he he talks. The little boy he talks about his cancer. He talks about Hashem. He talks about his problems, and he 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 he, he changes people's lives. And Hashem gives us these tools, and I think that we, our children are going to be exposed to these tools regardless. It's part of life. I go to the bank to open an account. They tell me you can only have green statements. You can't get mailed statements. You have to go online to see your statements. I said, but what if I don't have internet? And see, Too bad. That's the only way you can see it. That's the way the world. We have to teach the world. We have to teach our kids to use internet for the right things. You know, that's, this is the thing that we really have to face it because it's, it's something that it's, you cannot just evaporate or close our eyes and say it's not existing. Right. It's not this. It's every, the bills will be soon just go by the internet. Everything going by, by, by the, the, you know, the electronics wave. And even this, this radio, the radio is, is by the waves, you know, so what we can do? It's right. just shut up and let, let's, let's add up things to work. And the Yetzirah just it was said, if you cannot fight it, join it, right? That's right. But, yes, in the other end, in the world of darkness, a small light, a small candle, small flashlight can make a lot. And this is what we have to do. This we have to do work originally, heroes. Originally, they weren't allowed to write down Torah Shabbat Peh. It wasn't allowed. But they saw, I'm sure at the time, it was a tremendously, tremendously big decision to use the modern printing press to document Torah Peh, which was all about the dialogue, all about the interaction. But Chazal saw the Tzorech, and they took technology of printing press, and they utilized it for Kiddushah, and who, what, where would we be if we wouldn't have the written Shas? Well, yes. We have... Uh... Okay. Again, the one of the greatest. Hello, you're on hi. There. You're on the air. Yes, hi. It's me again. No, it's about the WhatsApp. Um, I hear I hear the fear of the of the texter, but the truth is is that it's it's how you say it. Baruch Hashem, I have it and I use it a hundred percent. We have we have we have chats that um set that um. The whole day they're reading Tehillim. We're, we're we're reading. We're finishing books and books and books of Tehillim the whole day. People stay the last pedic they do, and then we continue. Hashem wants it. Hashem loves it. Don't worry. Right. No, I'm just saying. Like the caller probably thinks that we're promoting it, but we're not. The truth is, is that it's it's out there. Promote people it. have it, Promote and we're it. using it for the right way. You can't I be afraid. No, please. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. It's a good thing we have to do it. It's, it's very important. Thank you for thank you for bringing it up. Okay. Okay. This is always an issue. Yeah. This is always an issue that people f- people think that they can hide and, and they can hide and 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 not be modern day involved and close to Hashem. And the issue is like this: there is tumah and there is tehara, there is kedusha 
and there's and there's Tuma. And you know something? When they took the most beautiful gems, the most beautiful gems for the Urim Tumim, gems that most probably could have adorned jewelry on a woman in the Havdil Afeh made her look Pirutza. And someone could have said, this jewelry, it's pretty cute. It's that nice. Very, very, very not modest women wear this jewelry. But when you take that beautiful stone and you put it in a setting of the Urim Tumim, then it becomes a Kretiopleti. Then it's able to interpret and predict and give the word of Hashem. And so how is that? Because that is what the world is. Yeah, it's also that the, with Pitumak Torah, you know, what we have over there, Chalbona, one of the stinky <laughs> sub- <laughs> objects, you know, what is it, material. Chalbona yeah. is very, very bad smell, according to the Rabbanim, Chachamim. <laughs> right. Right? But when you mix it together, it's as to give some uh, a smell that nobody could resist. And you know what drives me crazy about the Torah? It says... It would be the most unbelievable smell. But that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a person who can say, I know a person says, you know, but if we do this, what a kiddush Hashem. Someone said, you have boys and girls together, you have five times as many kids coming. Instead of 50 kids, you could have 300 kids coming. Say, but you know what? It's not what Hashem wants. It's not what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want the best party. Hashem wants the correct party. doesn't want this best smell. He wants the right smell. And the fact is that if you take something and you use it for the right thing, then boom, yeah. you're there. The Arba Minim is the same. The same, same idea. thing. Arba Daminim, you know, that's the same, the four of a kind. The same thing. Yeah, Etrog, Lulav. You know something, plutonium, if you take plutonium and you put it in, uh, let's say, Central Park, without any restrictions, it would be, Lo'aleinu, a catastrophe. Millions of people would die. Yeah. Radiation. You take it, the same amount, you restrain it and you put it with the right restrictions and you have an Indian-run power plant that powers the whole northeastern seaboard. How? Because that is what Hashem put into the world. If you take the kochot of relationships and you put it together with Torah, then relationships can produce Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, the greatest people in the world come from relationships. The power of connection. Without death. Yeah. What is peace? That's what do you mean shalom, peace? It's what, from two friends? No. It's from two enemies. That's peace. right. You can make peace with this. It's making for, for men and a woman, you know, total different personality, different character. And you create a Kadosh Water, you know, the water. What is built is for two highly explosive materials. That's right. Hydrogen and uh, uh, oxygen, right? 
That's right. When you connect it together, you get you water. Get the water. That keeps and the world alive. Yes. So as compared to yes. water. But you know something? The whole world is that way. But I, I said this to our Torah, and I said it to Shmuel Kamenetsky, and he, he shook his head and he liked it. He agreed. So I always say it because I'm proud. We say, Yotzer or uvore hoshech, oseh shalom uvore takol. Hashem created the world with the midah of shalom, shleimut. Shleimut means that everything has a positive and a negative. You have everything in the world has a masao matan. You have water, you have yavasha. You have even down to the blood cells. You have white blood cells, you have red blood cells. Even down to the atom, you have a positive and a negative. Everything. Hashem created this interaction in the world. It's communication, communication to the highest level. So what's the or in Choshech? Yotzer or over Choshech, created light and darkness. Oseh shalom over et hakol. Hakol means everything. So I say or in Choshech is Am Yisrael, the Torah, and the rest of the world. The Torah and the rest of the world, we as Jews and the rest of the world, we are totally individual exclusive, we have absolutely no connection and no back and forth with the rest of the world. We are complete, alone, and that's that. We are the light tower of the world. That's right. And we, and we don't draw energy from anywhere else. No. And it says when, 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 yes, when the goyim go up, we go down. And when we go but, down, but, but, I, can, but, I, can, but I, can, I can explain it physically, you know. I but, can explain it physically, you know. When you have a black hole, it's such a powerful, the sitracha, the other side, such a powerful that it can drain the light from us. Right. It can drain the light from us. And this is when they come. It really, so doesn't, small, it really doesn't drain the light it, from us. It makes it's us suck, smaller. It's a smack. It's suck you in. That, but it makes us smaller. Yeah, yeah. When we're small, then there's much more room for everything else. It takes, it's very important because you know what? We don't have to fight the bad. We have to increase the good. Yeah, no the more we increase the good, we don't have to go, we don't have to fight against the bad. Just be good ourselves. And that's why, you know, so many people talk about Eretz Israel and learning Torah. I have, in my life, I I love, I love, and I say this with my fullest heart. I love B'nai Torah. I love people who are learning Kodal. I love them because I see so clearly, so clearly how they are taking up the space that would otherwise be black. They are they are filling up the world with Torah. And without that filling up the Torah, then there wouldn't be empty space. It would be filled with black. And it's not because there's a back and forth. It's because there would be just a void. And the more we learn Torah, then there's less space there is for anything else. I was once sitting by my um, Shiva house, and there were two families. One was a Heloni, very, very modern, and one was very Haredi, one was very religious. The Haredi family had seven kids. The Chiloni family had one. So the now religious person says, Ah, you're destroying our economy. You're having so many kids. 
You get all the programs. <laughs> you take all of our food. What are we going to do? So the, the Haredi was a very big Tamiracham. He said he said nothing. He said, I'm sorry. He says, I work, I get a salary, I don't take programs. What? I said afterwards, why didn't you answer? He says, why do we have to answer? She's right. She has one kid, I have seven. Her sister has one kid, I have seven. It's, they have seven. It's 14 to 2. In 10 years, do the math. We're taking over the country. You know what? That's the, 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 you know, they, they, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, his father, and Arav Lavdil and Arav Elyashiv, Shev was the same age, okay? And then they compare how many children and grand grandchildren of them. They reached the Arab Elyashiv, about a thousand children and grand grandchildren. And Benjamin Netanyahu, not even 20. Really? But you know something? It's amazing. But you know something? I have to tell you, politics, nothing. Yesha ben Adam has his chut. Hashem put him in a position. I'm not mekaneh. No, I don't chel. No, and you know something? Thing. Not every Jew is put in a position. And when and and I was, I remember when I was very young. My father used to watch CNN and used to watch C-SPAN. And when he was the UN representative. Yeah, the man was Mekadesh Shem Shamayim. It's no question. There were times when he would say, he'd say, I walked here, it's a Saturday, and I walked here because this is my religion, this is what I stand for. I've heard him on national national coverage. I remember Menachem Begin, it was on Face the Nation on Tisha Av. And they ask him a question, and he had azut, forget it. He goes, I want to forget your question, and I want to say something. He goes, I don't have a glass of water, because today's Tisha B'Av. He gave a history lesson to, to Tom Broker, whatever it is. This is, you know, these people are yechidei am. Not a question. But the truth is, the Torah, listen, Rabbi Yashiv didn't have only thousand. He had millions of children. Hamed b'no shel chaviro Torah kilo limed b'no. It's as if it's all of us who learned from Yashiv. Now they're coming out with farim of his, the kitveyad things that he wrote that, that we didn't even realize. It's not that it's, it's it's unbelievable. We're very lucky. We're very very lucky. But. Uh, this is uh this is an interesting interesting conversation. No kids calling. Yeah, no, but uh, they're we, all we, studying. We, we, we twisted it to a little bit to the adult stuff. Yeah, I, hope, but I really I really believe that kids, you know, our our kids. I'm saying our kids are s- smart enough, and to get from this conversation the maximum. And I know this. I know this. Listen, you talk like this to your kids. I hear I, you. I talk like this to my kids. This is what they need to hear. Yes. This is what they need to hear. Do you know something? Someone, I had an argument with somebody once. I was talking to my kids about Emuna. What happened? My kid said, we got something. My kid said, oh, this is why we got here. Hashem made us late so we can get here. So I was very proud. So someone said, you're not supposed to talk about Emuna like that with your kids. It's too heavy a concept. 
I don't understand. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me. This is, if it's real, if I feel it, do, do, do I tell kids fire is hot? No, don't tell your kid that in the beginning. You might scare him. You might get him nervous. No, there's a reality. Fire is hot. Person can get burnt. Don't touch fire. There's reality. Hashem is in charge. Hashem runs the world. Hashem loves us. Hashem takes care. It's you know what? I think it's always we we um you know people thinking about kids that they don't understand. I be, I believe and I know so that they've even in the, the, the in a stomach and in, in, in a womb of the lady, the baby is listen understand everything what is going around it and feel the feeling and this is you know. This is a beauty, the baby. I know that many, many parents are there and they're like, hey, you know, the kid. I think that it's really, <laughs> I, I always talk to my kids with, with you know, the same, uh, you know, yeah, with a baby, a little bit different, but I'm just telling, telling you the truth. You have to, you, the you kids to need like, to hear it. To hear it, you hear and listen to this. I'm, I want to tell you something that's sitting in my heart, you know, Friday night, we're sitting all the ta- in the table, Shabbat table, and... I, I wanted to make some jokes uh, and I I slept, you know, somehow and I, I, I insult of my kids. Really, you know, just I'm really so apologize. About, you know, I stop it. But it's something that was really when sometimes you had a good attention <laughs> and you, I, I, you know, I, I felt so terrible. All Shabbat, you know, I really ask my, my kids forgiveness. But it's something see, that, you know it's, how powerful it is when a parent asks Mechila from a kid. Do you know how powerful that is? Look, for me, it didn't, it didn't help me because I really felt so bad about it, you know. And it was, was something that was to make joke and make fun on, on Shabbat table and it slipped out and it created such... Uh, you know, I I, really, I, I I went immediately to ask forgiveness. but And then the morning I repeated on Shabbat, you know, on the Suda. But it's something that many times, many times happened to us. You know that's why I said Melamed because, as we say, the way to hell is full of good attention. That's right. Yes. But you know something? I'm going to tell you something. I was discussing this with my, with my child, just recently. That relationship means that we know how we feel about each other. So if a mistake happens. So we put it in the context of a mistake happened. Lemashal. If I forget, God forbid, to pick up my kid from school. I forget. Needs sleep early, I forget. And he goes and he misses something. I feel terrible. So I apologize. So my kid says to himself, you know what? My father and my mother always takes care of me. They love me. They definitely didn't mean to do it. And I feel bad that they feel bad. And so the parent feels bad. And the child says, don't feel bad. It's okay. That's relationship. If we don't have relationship with our kids, then the kids can get angry because there's no relationship. So we have to tell our kids every day, a hundred times a day, that we love them. I don't mean those words always. And a hundred times, we have to show our kids how important they are how much we love them, how much we care about them, how special they are. Because there are going to be times when we have to discipline them. 
There are going to be times when we have to say no. And when we say no, they will have no doubt that we love them. Yeah. They will have no doubts. You know something? How many times a day do we say Ahava in Tefillah? Ahava from Hashem, Ahava to us. Over and over and over and over again. You think it's enough? Let's say it so many times? Three times a day? Answer is yes. Because we need to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that we have a relationship with Hashem. We need to know. We're coming now into the months of Tammuz and Av. Very difficult times. Very difficult times. We need to reinforce ourselves. We need to know that these were hard times, but Hashem loves us. There was or that came after the Choshech. There was light that came after the darkness. We got the Torah. The whole the whole Shabbat happened on the day that we cried for nothing. We cried for nothing. It all happened for these things. You know, it's an we have to know that this is Hashem loves us. We can't worry. You know, well, when when you have a good topic and good, uh, you know, really amistic. Uh, issue so we the time is finished you know it's the weird. time is finished uh, well, i well. wanted to i want to tell one thing that about the person that called in about vatranut when i was telling the story i talked to the microphone i know uh, i know <laughs> i was telling the story about kamsa about kamsa to my kids so i told the story those of us who know don't know it was a story about kamsa about kamsa and Bar Kamsa was not invited to a party. Okay? So what happened was it started a whole thing, and then that's how the Hurban started. So my son was listening to the story, and he asks me, Dad, do you think that uh, he felt bad? I said, what do you mean? He said, when he created the whole Hurban, do you think he felt bad? Do you think he realized what he did? Or do you think he just went along his merry way? I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Do we people really realize when they make Mahlukat, the ramifications, the results? This person who didn't invite the party, the Chachamim, that didn't say anything, did they understand that this was going to start the Hurban bite? I don't think so. And definitely, I don't think so. But we said that Akavod totally. totally. So, you know what? Our time is finished. That we, Akadosh Bahu, we pray to the Akadosh Bahu that if he will open our eyes, up our out. And to love ourselves, to love our fellow Jew, and bless our Jew. That's and it. This. this is Dr. Simcha and Nisim signing off.